0: Hi, and welcome to Breakfast with an Alcoholic. I'm Randall, I'm an alcoholic and your host, and this is episode 5. Right, episode 5. We've had some really great breakfasts and have heard some amazing stories so far. But I also think it's really important to step back and absorb a little from the stories we hear. And one of the things that jumped out at me from the first few breakfasts was how important the first step was in recovery. Don't worry, we'll be back to breakfast with other alcoholics next week, but pour yourself a cup of coffee and join me. Alcoholics have complicated relationships and the most complicated of those is the relationship with alcohol. I fell in love with drinking, literally. I began drinking as a teenager and it instantly solved all of my problems. When I drank, I was funny. I wasn't self-conscious. I wasn't afraid. My head wasn't constantly spinning with all those thoughts. I was cool. So when I fell, I fell hard. I knew I was an alcoholic when I was 18 and I can actually tell you the exact moment when I knew. It was the end of the summer, uh, 1981. I'd been home from college and living in Iowa City. It was a Friday night and I was meeting some friends later on that evening. I was doing my favorite thing in the world first. I was sitting at a bar by myself, drinking and listening to music. My first drink came at a bar in Iowa City called Magoo's, and it was a horrible seedy little place sandwiched between two Iowa City institutions. Magoo's had an orange and blue paint scheme that made Howard Johnson's look subtle, and there were seriously uncomfortable black vinyl booths. I loved it there. It was dark, had a great jukebox, The bartender was cool. I mean, he'd been serving me for a couple of years already, and no one knew I was there. That's the part I really loved. I was sitting in one of those booths and drinking margaritas, I think. I was probably on my third, and I leaned back and thought how perfectly lovely this all was. It was a pretty night, the sky was darkening, and the moon was just starting to come out. I was relaxed and happy. I loved the jukebox at Magoo's, and it had just played one of my favorite songs, She's Not There by the Zombies. I I could hear the records in the jukebox flipping. Remember, this is 1981, and the jukeboxes had actual records in them back then. (laughs) The next song was Strange Magic by ELO, which I also liked a lot, but someone else was playing it. All of a sudden, these words, they're like two minutes in, were ringing in my ears. 18 years old and alcohol was way, way, way too important to me already. And I already knew that it was so interwoven. I remember thinking, how is this ever going to end? I mean, I already knew that stopping wasn't possible. Uh, And then I did what real alcoholics do. I ordered another drink. Fast forward 30 years, I was working really hard to stop drinking. I used to go to meetings at the DuPont Circle Club in DC on Connecticut Avenue. They used to read a passage from the big book called How It Works at the beginning of meetings, and I volunteered to read it every chance I got. I thought that maybe reading it one more time would unlock the secret key that had eluded me for so long. this passage also contains the actual 12 steps. It's where they're first written out uh, in the big book. How it works, chapter 5, and this starts at page 58. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program, usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. There are such unfortunates. They are not at fault. They seem to have been born that way they are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty. Their chances are less than average. There are those too who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. Our stories disclose in a general way what we used to be like, what happened, and what we are like now. If you have decided you want what we have and are willing to go to any length to get it, then you are ready to take certain steps. At some of these, we balked. We thought we could find an easier, softer way, but we could not. With all the earnestness at our command, we beg of you to be fearless and thorough from the very start. Some of us have tried to hold on to our old ideas, and the result was nil until we let go absolutely. Remember that we deal with alcohol, cunning, baffling, powerful. Without help, it is too much for us. But there is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find God now. Half measures availed us nothing. We stood at the turning point. We asked God's protection and care with complete abandon. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. Step one we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. Step 2. Came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step 3. Made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood God. Step 4. Made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step 5. Admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Step 6. We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step 7. Humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Step 8. Made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Step 9 made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 10. Continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong promptly admitted it. Step 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood God, praying only for knowledge of God's will for us and the power to carry that out. Step 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. A lot of people consider the first three steps to be foundational. Those are the three steps that basically take you through the process of realizing you have a problem, that you can't solve it on your own, and coming to believe that there might just be a solution out there for you. I find that my sobriety involves working through those first three steps again and again and again. The first step is pretty straightforward. We admitted we were powerless over alcohol and that our lives had become unmanageable. I think it was pretty clear to all involved uh, that in the power struggle between alcohol and me, alcohol had won a decisive victory. But I always kind of choked on saying that my life was unmanageable It was certainly chaotic, and a lot of bad shit happened, but I kept a big job going. My kids went to college. The mortgages all got paid. To me, it seemed like I was managing. Relapse after relapse after relapse eventually taught me that maybe my life was manageable, but what it wasn't was sustainable. When I replaced unmanageable in the first step with unsustainable, things made a lot more sense to me. I've come to recognize that one of the things that kept me drinking was the inability to believe that there could be a life that didn't run on alcohol. My dad was a mathematician and taught statistics at the university, and I tend to think of a lot of things in terms of equations. I realized that the old equation of my life, all of the stressors, the resentments, the character defects, the people, the places, the things, when you put that all together, the equation didn't work. And it couldn't work until alcohol was added to the mix. So I realized the task ahead was not to simply abstain from alcohol for as long as I could. The mission I had to accept was to craft a life that didn't require me to drink, a life that I could sustain without alcohol. I saw the 12 steps weren't magic spells capable of changing my life simply by uttering them. Every step required concrete action. Step one required me to fearlessly abandon all of the old ideas, the narratives I'd authored, the resentments, the poisonous thinking patterns, all so carefully constructed and intricately woven together with my drinking. The first step required me to try and appraise myself honestly, to see what I really was and what I was really doing to myself and to everyone who loved me. That was the first step of finding a way of living that didn't require alcohol. My life is different now. I have almost two and a half years of sobriety. I think about maintaining balance, and I pay close attention to my motives and my narratives. I'm not interested in writing any more stories that end with me sitting on a bar stool with a glass of Sauvignon Blanc in front of me. I guess I've been at step one a jillion times during my recovery, but I think I've finally come to understand the work that it requires. I'm grateful for the courage and the faith to take that step every day. I'm grateful I found the willingness to try and save my own life before it was too late. And, of course, I'm grateful to be sober today. Thanks for letting me share. I hope you enjoyed Breakfast with an Alcoholic. I know I'm already looking forward to another great breakfast soon. And I know it's Alcoholics Anonymous, but we're completely okay if you want to tell your friends about us. You can find the daily gratitude lists on Twitter and Instagram at thanksflms. Thanks for letting me share. Or you can visit thanksforlettingmeshare.substack.com. You can find the daily gratitude lists there too, as well as, and importantly, episodes of Breakfast with an Alcoholic. So visit, subscribe, and visit again. Finally, on a serious note, if you need help, or think you might need help, or know someone who needs help, and you're ready to ask, there's someone who can help you. In New York, you can go to nyintergroup.org, and that's a complete listing of AA resources in this area. So be well, stay groovy, call your sponsor, and join us next time on Breakfast with an Alcoholic.